We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon fans, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Uh, I just got back into Long Beach today, and the news doesn't stop, uh, and there was no shortage of uh, things to talk about. I wanted to get into a quick breaking news episode of uh, the podcast. Kind of got some big stuff to talk about, and uh, that is the report from Matt Zenitz of On3 that Oregon wide receiver Seven McGee uh, plan intends to enter the transfer portal. Uh, like I said, referencing Matt Zenitz's report from On3, he also said that Seven McGee isn't currently with the team, and uh, he's expected to enter the transfer portal after the window opens in early December. Um, so just want to be super upfront about this. Uh, you know, I've been trying to reach out to some of my sources, talk to some people, this hasn't been confirmed just yet, uh, but uh, James Crepia of the Oregonian also uh, reported the news and um, you know confirmed the news on his end. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we'll talk to Dan Lanning tonight and he will discuss uh, this situation or he'll get asked about it. Um, but so I'm you know just sharing the report and, and giving some of my thoughts on uh, on the matter. Um, I think it's also worth mentioning that Seven McGee did not travel with the team to Berkeley. Uh, this past weekend in Oregon's 42-24 to win over the Cal Golden Bears. Uh, so that was a little bit interesting uh, because um, he hasn't been hurt at all this season. Um, so that would also lead uh, credence to this report from, from Matt Zenitz about Seven McGee. Um, and let's see, just to give some more background on McGee and kind of his role so far this season, uh, he's played in every game for Oregon except for that most recent game against Cal. Uh, he's caught 11 passes for 67 yards, and he uh, has also contributed as one of the team's primary kick returners, returning six kicks for 99 total yards. Uh, so not a ton of production from McGee so far uh, this season. Um, you'll remember that he came to Oregon in t- and as a member of the class of 2021 as a four-star all-purpose back, uh, but in 2021 last season, he saw his role change a little bit. He transitioned over to wide receiver to help the Ducks there amid some depth concerns uh, after um, Johnny Johnson got hurt. Jalen Red wasn't available. Uh, Micah Pittman had entered the transfer portal at, at that point before he ultimately ended up at Florida State. 
Um, so we saw seven play some more wide out last year and do some more uh, work in the return game on, on special teams doing, I think he did some stuff with punts as well. Um, but yeah, we haven't really seen him be able to, to carve out a super significant role uh, so far in his time at, at Oregon. Uh, it's been a primary rotation of Troy Franklin, Chase Coda, uh, Chris Hudson as well. Those have been some of the, the main guys that have gone in. Dante Thornton as well has seen some playing time. He saw some playing time uh, in this most recent game uh, against Cal after Chase Coda got hurt. Um, spoke about it on a little uh, spoke about it a little bit on my show yesterday with Ryan Winter of Sports Chat Five Hundred Three and our upon uh, our upon further review show of uh, Cal, Oregon's win over Cal, but no no update of yet on uh, Chase Coda, uh, Oregon's number two wide receiver. Uh, after he exited the game against Cal. Um, but like I said, similar to this situation, we'll probably get an update from Dan Lanning on that injury and kind of what's going on with Chase Coda, maybe a little bit of a timeline uh, if he'll be available against Colorado. But I don't think they necessarily need him uh, against Colorado. Um, but back to seven, I think this is it's an interesting development because another reason that it's interesting is because he had intended to enter the transfer portal prior to the season and then, um, you know, Lanning and, and uh, some of the staff talked to him and uh, ended up you know, convincing him to stay at Oregon. So uh, just uh, kind of been a whirlwind of a season, I guess. And then now uh, you see this report uh, about him planning to uh, enter the, the transfer portal. Certainly interesting, um, just given the, the sequence of events. But he, he's a super unique player. I think that, uh, you know, 5'8", 180, um, he, he added a little bit to his frame in this offseason. Uh, heading into the 2022 season, and um, I thought that he was he was one of those players that I think was was most um, the most poised for success in uh, the new offense. Obviously, you see how much success Oregon's offense is having under Kenny Dillingham, which is a, a system that prioritizes getting guys involved in space and getting the, the playmakers the ball. But we just haven't necessarily seen the production uh, from him from that standpoint so far this uh, this season. Um, so that, that's another reason why this is just a, a little bit of a, a head scratcher. Uh, Oregon's depth taking a, a little bit of a hit here. If uh, this does intend to come to fruition um, with, with Seven McGee. One thing I did want to share, um, this came up yesterday. Uh, Seven McGee posted this on, uh, on Instagram. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash Oregon Football Max Taurus is where you can find us. This is a post that has since been taken down. I do want to say, but I thought it was notable, which is why I screenshotted it. Um, but it's a, a post uh, pictures of seven McGee and the caption says lost faith in me, but the ride isn't over. Second chapter is finished, but a new beginning awaits. And then you'll notice that the location says one day you will miss me. So I feel like that would support this, uh, this uh, storyline. Um, but like I said, this has been taken down and, and seven hasn't come out and said anything, but um, you know, this report came out. So I just wanted to, to get on here and uh, you know, talk about it a little bit. Um, and I, I think another thing with, uh, with this, this news uh, or the report rather um, just talking a little bit about um, a little bit about Oregon's wide receiver depth and kind of where this leaves the ducks. Uh, if this does intend, uh, if this does end up, for that matter, uh, being true, it, it leaves Oregon with 10 scholarship wide receivers uh, on the roster. We talked about Troy Franklin, Chase Coda, Chris Hudson, Dante Thornton. Um, you also have Isaiah Brevard from the 2021 class, uh, Justice Lowe, Kyler Casper, uh, Isaiah Crocker, 
Um, I'm trying to think if I am missing anybody. Let me let me pull up this Oregon roster and just see what what other guys I might be missing because I don't want to I don't want to leave anybody out because someone could see uh, an imp- uh, an increase in, in snaps or a, a bigger role um, once uh, once this uh, once we get an update on on this uh, report. Uh, other wide receiver uh, to keep in mind here for Oregon, uh, they got Caleb Chapman, who is the transfer wide receiver out of Texas A and M. Uh, and we haven't seen him a whole lot so far this year uh, after transferring. Looks like he's still, you know, trying to uh, kind of find his role. But he's been he's been no, Josh Delgado is uh, is another wide receiver that's been at Oregon for a while. But but he's still um, he's still trying to uh, carve out his, his role for Oregon. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I think Oregon's wide receivers are, are definitely in a really good spot, especially when you compare it to... Uh, how they looked last year. You lose Devin Williams, who who tries to take a shot at the NFL after he had really been coming on strong um, as a uh, as the number one wideout for Oregon um, last year. But you lost him. You lost Johnny Johnson. You lost Jalen Red. You lost Micah Pittman. So, given all the talent that they lost, I thought they did a really good job uh, addressing this uh, this wide receiver room. And and there's a lot of talent in the room. Um, that that uh, is is still waiting to get a little bit more involved. When Chase Cota went out with that injury against Cal, um, Dante Thornton saw a lot of work for the rest of that game. Um, was hoping to see a little bit more from him, but um, I th- I think he has a ton of talent, and, and I hope that we get to see a little bit more from Dante, as, more of Dante as the season progresses. So, um, what else can we add here? I think I think the other thing with with, with seven that that's interesting is that. A lot of people had made the comparisons of, of Seven McGee to DeAnthony Thomas, um, and I, I think that those maybe weren't the the fairest of comparisons to make. I, I see the similarities, but I also think they're a little bit different. Um, and I think that there was a lot of there was a lot of excitement around Seven because I thought that he he was that kind of playmaker that could really be, you know, 
the next Anthony Thomas, but like the next seven McGee, like you recruit playmakers, these, these fast twitch guys that can do a little bit of everything like seven. And I think that you, you want recruits to be saying, you know, I want to be the next seven McGee uh, when I go to Oregon or, you know, I feel like they're still waiting for that premier talent. And, and maybe Troy Franklin's that guy right now, because he's the best wide receiver they've had in a while. Uh, maybe since Dylan Mitchell or, or Darren Carrington, guys like that, that, that really solidify themselves as, as go-to options in, in this passing offense and this offense at Oregon that is finally exciting again and has put up more than 40 points in, in seven straight games. Um, so I, I think, you know, when, when we'll see what happens here, but, you know, I think the, the expectation is that this news is going to become official sooner rather than later. Um, maybe even as soon as this evening on, on Monday, as I record this, it's a uh, uh, in the afternoon Pacific time here on uh, on the West Coast. But Dan Lanning is scheduled to speak with the media in Eugene uh, at 645 tonight. Um, and that is usually live streamed on the GoDucks Twitter. Uh, sorry, GoDucks Twitter and GoDucks YouTube. Um, so make sure you guys uh, tune in to that to um, to see what, uh, what Lanning has to say on the Cal game, final remarks on the Cal game, and then looking ahead to, to Colorado. But also, obviously... Um, I'm sure he's going to get asked about this um, this news, this report around Seven McGee, and um, you know some some speculation that um, that he could be entering the portal um, once the transfer portal window opens in, in early December. So it's just a, an interesting deal. With uh, this is the the era of football that we live in, with um, you know the transfer portal and uh, um, players do it. It's, it's not even the Oregon's not the only school that's dealing with this. The rest of college football is dealing with this. You know, Brian Harson just got fired at Auburn. Some players had already announced that they were entering the transfer portal um, prior to that news becoming official today, uh, Monday afternoon, Monday morning, uh, Brian Harson being out after just uh, not even the two full seasons. I thought that was really interesting, but don't want to, don't want to deviate too much from the, the main story here. So I think, um, I think with this, uh, with this report, uh, it doesn't come as as too much of a shock just based on the the usage this season and, and how much we've seen from him um, as he's just tried to break through and and find his find his role and then find the way that he can be the most effective at Oregon and, and in this offense. Um, but if this does end up becoming official, you know, wish wish seven nothing but the best. He's always been a pleasure to talk to um, during press conferences. You know, awesome young man. Um, just, uh, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on um in the the past year or so you know it's um it's pretty tough i think you just got to put yourself in his shoes he uh he he did lose his father uh in the past year which is uh you know a super hard event for for anybody to go to i, I can't imagine being in that position so um i definitely want to be sensitive you know talking about this this whole matter um and you know w- wishing him all the best so um, we're going to have to see what Dan Lanning says and, you know, what, what other information becomes uh, readily available on, on this uh, topic, but just wanted to, uh, you know, get a, um, get a quick podcast, get a quick video recorded and posted here. Um, so that's, uh, that's what we have for you guys today on this quick episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Make sure you follow me and lock in on social media platforms at mTorres Sports is where you can follow me on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, Oregon football, Max Torres. Kindly ask that you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on future live streams. And uh, leave me a comment, uh, just kind of giving your thoughts on uh, this report uh, that Seven McGee intends to enter the transfer portal um, and that he is uh, 
no longer with the team, is currently not with the team, uh, as reported by Matt Zenitz of On3 and James Krepia of The Oregonian. So that's uh, that, that'll do it for us here on this episode of the Duck's Dish Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in and supporting. And do me a favor and share the Duck's Dish Podcast with your friends, family, and other Duck fans. Uh, should be uh, you know interesting start to the week for Oregon with, with uh, this report as they get ready to hit the road to Boulder to face the Colorado Buffaloes here in week 10 uh, at the top of the Pac-12. So we will see you guys in the next episode of the Duck Stage Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you guys later. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.